He possesses a unique blend of personal experience and professional training. Having honed his craft in dance at the renowned State Ballet School Berlin, explored musical theater, and immersed himself in the dynamic Berlin a cappella scene. His online voice training courses focus on fostering the development of strong, commanding voices by integrating vocal exercises grounded in applied vocal anatomy and fostering emotional connection. He empowers singers of all levels and genres to reach their full potential in both singing and speaking. Guiding students towards their best vocal expression is his passion. Volber is just an amazing person to talk to. He's so full of light. He has a playlist on YouTube where he teaches a lot and lots and lots about vocal anatomy. So you do well to check that out. His YouTube handle is simply Volba, V-O-B-A, as simple as that. And trust me, when you see that channel, you will know it's his channel. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the Making Musical Quantum Lips podcast today is the amazing sensational coach, Volba. Hello Voba, welcome to the Making Musical Quantum Loops podcast. It is indeed an honor to have you on our pod. I've watched your videos on YouTube and I'm like, how does this guy know all this stuff? You're so good at what you do and it's always amazing watching you do what you do. So I was like, oh, I have to have this guy on my pod. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for this honor. Over the past few weeks, I've been teaching them a lot of stuff. Talked about the head voice, what it sounds like. We talked about the chest voice, what it sounds like. We talked about a lot of things. And let me share a secret. I have this group for vocal coaches. And before I dived into this topic of vocal registers, we always discussed things and we had a bro not really a bro but we kind of had that vocal coach uh vocal coach dilemma we're like what is false to and she was like this and i brought my own argument i was like i got into classical music videos don't even do false so it was crazy over to this uh question the first question i want to ask is why do you think this vocal registers concept is accepted all over the world and it has been in use for quite some time now. Well, well obviously there's truth to it, right? There are certain uh, sounds that you can do with your voice um, and different sounds in different tone heights that you can do. Um, and I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem is with vocal registers that people focus so much on those vocal registers and they many many people don't understand the anatomy behind the different sounds of the voice and then it gets them to places where mm, they can't advance anymore and i think that's the problem of focusing too much on vocal registers because yes there you know there is head voice there is chest voice but my definition for instance is very different than most people's definition of head voice and chest voice that's actually one of the reasons why i reached out to you because you have a unique way of explaining this stuff maybe it's because of your vast knowledge on the anatomical part of the voice or rather how the voice works. Yes. Um, um, first of all, I'd be very interested to know yeah. the definition of falsetto that you agreed upon with these other coaches. What what was it? Okay, so um, we're talking about falsetto and we're like, it is not falsetto if it is not breathy. And that for, and I also came with another argument because 
according to classical uh, music or classical training, mm-hmm. men, it's only men who do falsetto. Females cannot do falsetto. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the contemporary aspect of singing falsetto, falsetto is, is basically airy head voice. It's just a head voice that is very airy. Mm. So that's basically for contemporary singing. So we came about the argument. I was like, if we're going to go by a classical definition, women yeah. cannot force it because the classical trainers will tell you a male is basically trying to sound like a female sings in falsetto. Yeah. So what is the female trying to sound like when she's when you sing? singing in falsetto mm, <laughs> so that's I another argument so we're just going back and forth back and forth but at the end we just came to agree that yes for the classical trainers they believe uh the female is to uh the female is to head voice mm. while the male is to falsetto and that which they call head voice for the male is more like a mixed when you look at it in the contemporary aspect. So the definitions are just so intertwined and yes. confusing. I was like, oh God, why did I pick this topic? Why did I ever choose to teach this topic? <laughs> <laughs> can I can I try to make it more easy, more understandable? Of course, why not? Go ahead. <laughs> okay, because the thing is, what many people don't know, the the word falsetto comes from Italian, which is funny because I'm in Italy right now. Um, and it comes from falso. Falso means false, not like wrong, false. Um, and etto makes the word yeah. small. So falsetto means the small false thing, the, the small thing that is not real. Now, in classical voice, they used, they, they had no microphones, right? They had no amplifiers. They only had to fill the entire room with yes. their voice. Like, you know, many African tribes, we had to also do that forever yeah. and ever to just fill whatever, you know, rooms or, or even places, you know, outside with our voices. So the, the term falsetto versus head voice um, when it was invented, as I understand it, was to say it's not your real voice. It's a smaller version of, of the real voice. And that's what I would take as the definition of the difference between head voice and falsetto, because falsetto, um, in the definition that I use, the anatomical definition, is a shortening of the vocal cords, which keeps parts of your vocal cords immobile, and therefore you can't sing with your whole voice, literally just with a part of your voice. And so that makes your voice smaller Mm -hmm. and tinier. And um, then it becomes very, very apparent that women can also have falsetto because, with that definition, right? Because then... um, you can hear that people, women can also do whistle notes, you know, and whistle notes is exactly that they immobilize parts of their vocal cords and then only parts vibrate. I've been able to access my whistle register and I noticed that the mechanism behind the whistle register and the falsetto register are so similar. Like, I do not know how to even explain this. Like, it's just like a very, it's like the higher end of the falsetto technique so if i keep going higher in my falsetto boom i'm already in my whistle register i've tried this over and over and i noticed it's so similar so i can totally relate to what you're saying it's the same that's the way i feel it in my body i don't know if it's 
yes. like that generally. It's, but the same way I feel it in my body when I'm trying to uh, yeah. hit the whistle. No. It's, it's not similar. It's exactly the same thing. It's the same thing, just that even less. With with falsetto, it's it's more. Um, of the like, let's say two thirds are still vibrating and one third is immobile. With whistle, is maybe one third is vibrating and two thirds are immobile. That's the only difference, you know, um, how much of the vocal cords it has been immobilized. However, this has several problems. The first problem is it's very unhealthy. You can easily, um, if you use it over an extended period of time, uh, develop edema, vocal edema, vocal nodules period of time uh, yes like when you even some people even after like a few months they can start to create to develop vocal nodules because it's an imbalance that is created in the muscle when you yeah. when you hold parts of your vocal cords um, immobile like that that's the first big problem um, why why it's more healthy to use head voice the second thing is it's small it's tiny you will never be as loud uh, with this at head as head voice also you won't be able to go from falsetto um directly to uh, chest voice there will always be this this click this because you'll have to change the gear you have to in order to to sing chest voice you first have to open this clipped off vocal cord and then you can produce chest voice so Falsetto is is unhealthy. That definition of falsetto that I explained right now, immobilizing parts of your vocal cords, shortening your vocal cords, um, is very unhealthy and it also limits your capability to use your voice. And it's, you know, the, the volume also. So therefore, I say it's much more effective for your understanding and for your vocal development to have an understanding of falsetto that uses this this clipping off, this shortening of the vocal cords, because then it comes back to the original sense, falso eto, the small false thing that is not really your voice. So from your definition, it is obvious that females can also use the falsetto register and it is always advisable to work on our head voice and use the falsetto less. For me, I would even prefer to say, do not try to use it. I actually said that in my previous episode. Do not try to use it to hit high notes. You can use it for a stylistic effect, but for your high notes, you need to work on that head voice. Yeah, because the thing is, yes, you can say falsetto is and then head voice is and that's the difference, but then it, it takes away from the actual dangers that come with a real falsetto because um, you can just... Yeah. You know, if you look anatomically, you can just open and close your rima glottidis, your glottis, right? The space between your vocal cords, you can just open it and close it. For instance, when I have a high note, now it's open, right? It's very open like this. And then I, I can close it. I can close it like this. Now it's closed. But it's the same type of voice. I don't shorten my vocal cords, whether it's open or whether it's closed. It's still my full vocal cords vibrating. And this is actually a very important distinction for the health of the singer you know because that's the most important thing health of the singer you if you want to be a singer if you want to use your voice you firstly need to be healthy if you can sing the most amazing stuff yeah. but you can only sing it for one week and then you know you're feeling your voice degrading that's not good <laughs> you know you want your voice your vocal technique to be sustainable and that's why i'm advocating so much for 
changing this definition from falsetto just being a breathy head voice to falsetto actually being the the shortening of the vocal cords very important thank you so much Voba thank you for clearing that out so what are the limitations or challenges and obstacles that comes with uh, a register centric kind of singing a singing that is centered on this uh, traditional classification of the vocal registers what are the limitations how does it affect our rehearsals how does it affect our practice how does it affect our vocal development well first of all your range your vocal range will be more limited if you don't understand the definition the difference between falsetto and head voice that i just explained you will not understand how to stretch your voice that means your range your vocal range where you're flexible where you can sing head voice and chest voice and all kinds of different sounds is going to be very limited um, obviously when you're a singer you want to be able to sing anything that you know comes to your mind and optimally as healthy and as flexible as possible right so when you use head voice and you stretch your voice over up to four octaves then you have way more flexibility way more volume flexibility you can be much louder um than with falsetto also way more sound flexibility you can sing a very high note and you can um, pull it into chest voice from head voice and back you know you can make more easily way more different sounds you feel more free so i think the the traditional model if you don't know how to differentiate anatomically for your health between a falsetto and head voice but you um, just think in these boxes, then it it limits your capability to develop your voice the most amazing um, to the most amazing voice that you can have. And um, also, often people think it's like it's like a switch. Oh, this is my head voice. This is my chest voice. And because head voice and chest voice yeah. are very close to one another, when you train your voice the real the real way when you really pull when you use falsetto and chest voice then they're very far apart it's like you feel like you have two voices in you and they can come together uh, it's a bit yeah. like you have two personalities and they they live in the same body but they can never meet and be one <laughs> you know it's it's unpleasant exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so just thinking in these registers as of a switch or i switch falsetto on or or chest voice on and then i switch it off and then it's just falsetto rather than a like a like a lever like a like a, a nod like a, a fade in knob um fade in and out that's really going to give you more flexibility uh, because that's more like how the voice works right it's more like how much of this muscle action that creates chest voice do i put in my voice or how little do i put in right not do i put it in or not and so your vocal yeah. technique is going to be more fine-tuned and if you you know the voice is the expression of our emotion so when we sing we express emotions and the more fine-tuned we can express yeah. these emotions obviously the more amazing our song our, our singing is going to be
Hello, my dear listeners. So this episode is not over, or it's actually over. But you know, I promised we're not going to go beyond 15 minutes for every episode. So this episode continues our discussion with the amazing, sensational coach Vova. Continues with the next episode. So catch you later in the next episode. Bye.